They shall grow not old. As we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them. Nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun. And in the morning time. We will remember them. They will not mingle. With their laughing comrades more. Nor sit at tables. Familiar to home. They have no lot in our labour. Or the time of day. We will remember them. We will remember them. As the stars that shall be bright. When we are dust. Moving upon the heavenly plane. As the stars that are starry. In the time of our darkness. To the end. To the very end. We will remember them. We will remember them. Every last one of them. We will all remember them. There's only two boxes. It's all hers. I did say we should have sorted it out after she... Died. You can say that, you know. It's been ten years. Yeah, I know. It's just weird. I haven't really been in here since. Not properly. I've offered to come round loads of times. Yeah, I know. I've just been busy. You know how it is. Yeah, I know how it is. You've been avoiding it. Oh, it's just... It's hard. We haven't touched it in ten years. We could just chuck the lot. These are the last things we own of hers and you just want to chuck them all out. What are these? What? Our baby teeth. They're dated and everything. Oh, that's odd. They're yours if you want them. (laughs) They make a lovely necklace. (laughs) Or even a nice pair of earrings. Oh, she loved her earrings, didn't she? Yeah. Remember that pair Dad got her for the 70th anniversary? I don't think I ever saw without them on. Look at this photo. It's Mum on Laxey Beach. Oh. She was really beautiful, wasn't she? Yeah. Shame you didn't get her looks. Cheeky! Hey, look at these letters. They're from the war. Wow. How come we... She never showed us these. They're private. Special. Who have you ever shown your love letters to? Never had any. Exactly. Oh, I used to love it when they spoke about the war. Made me feel really fortunate. It could have been worse. You could have been in the trenches. You could have had to risk your life. You lot don't Don't know know you're born. born. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, remember when he signed up? Yeah. Grandad had to go with him because they didn't believe he was old enough. Yeah. He'd just turned 18. Must have been tough for both of them. He made it easier for her, though, didn't he? Popping the question just before he left. (laughs) He wasn't stupid. I think it was romantic. Didn't go smoothly for him, did it, though? Nope. Mum really made him work for it. It's the right thing to do. Why do you have to go? Someone has to go. Why you? I'll have to train first. I won't be going straight to war. But you will eventually. I'm not going to sit back while my pals go and fight. Harry! The more of us that go, the quicker it'll all be over. I don't see why we have to go to war in the first place. Because we have to protect our country. If the government say it's what we need to do, then it's what we need to do. What about us? Don't fight me on this, please. I don't understand why you didn't talk to me about it first. Because I knew you'd be like this. It's dangerous. I'll be fine. I'm just scared. I'm scared something bad will happen and you won't come home. I'll be fine. Father Quilliam said in church on Sunday that he reckons this will all be over soon. I'll be back before you know it. What if you're not? I will. 
Sneaking off early for a little kiss and cuddle back at home. Dad. Patrick. You missed the best bit. I have never seen the lads so excited. And Bobby was so <laughs> Dancing on the table. And what was it they were singing? Um, and, uh, we're, we're on the boat in the morning. We're on the boat in the morning. Oh, I wish I could go. Well, you can't. You're not old enough. So? So you're going to have to stay here with us. <laughs> What's wrong? Oh, it's nothing. We were, we were just talking about... Well, uh, go on. Are you going to tell them or... We bummed into Bobby in the street and... And he shouts, saw you down the recruitment office today, Harry. Good on you. I've signed up too. See you at training. Can't wait. First I'd heard about it. Hadn't even told us. Um, we know, Joyce. You know? Yes. When did you find out? Yesterday. <sighs> Never been so proud in all my life. Oh, why am I always the last to know? Joyce, please slow down. I'm the last to find out everything. J- just listen. Leave me alone. I'm going home. J- Joyce Crellin, uh, marry me. What? Marry me. Don't touch me. Joyce Crellin, marry me, please. Harry, get up. People will see. Oh, so what? Don't you want to marry me? You can't just spring this on me. It's actually quite uncomfortable down here. We were in the middle of a row. That's not fair. I didn't want to do it like this. Oh, you are a pain. A beautiful, annoying, frustrating, incredible, annoying pain. Was that a yes? Well, I don't really... No, I I guess I know it would be great. Get up! Not until you say yes. Oh, you stupid idiots. I was worried you were going to say no. I'm still thinking about it. No, I can't accept that, I'm afraid. It's on now. Where on earth did you get that? I bought it last week. I've already asked your dad. The plan was to find a quiet moment in the house before everyone else got home. That's why you wanted to leave early. Yeah. I wanted to ask you before me going off came into it. It's a beautiful ring. Oh, is that a smile, I see? (laughs) Maybe. You still haven't said yes. Yes. Yes, of course. The proposal took her completely by surprise, didn't it? She had no idea whatsoever. She once described it as the worst and best day of her life rolled into one. I suppose it made his leaving even harder. Or better, it gave her something to look forward to. She never did come round to liking the idea. No, but most people were enormously proud to be going off to fight. Was it the next day? No, it was the day after that, I think. Ah, yeah, they all went down the prom to wave them off onto the boat. Can you see Harry? There's so many of them. Have you seen your brother, Elsie? Yes, I don't think I've seen him this happy since they won the football cup against Laxey. (laughs) I can't believe this is happening. It doesn't seem real, does it? It's exciting. It'll be so quiet without all of them here. Is your older brother going? Yeah, he's going next week. What will your mum do with the farm? I'm not quite sure. Well, I'm sure we'll manage. I'll have to get you two in to help. (laughs) (laughs) Harry reckons that we won't even make it to war. He thinks that by the time they've trained them up, they'll be sending them back home. They think they're off on some kind of holiday. Well, Mr Reynolds, who lives next door, was telling us that he doesn't think they'd waste their time training if a big war wasn't planned. Mr Reynolds doesn't know what's going to happen, and neither do we. We have to trust the government know what they're doing. You're right. Look at it this way. If we have to send all the men away, we'll have to run things ourselves. Then we can really get everything in order. Imagine if us ladies were left to run things. (laughs) Yeah. We probably wouldn't be in this mess in the first place, would we? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guess who? 
Harry! Oh, I thought you weren't coming. I wasn't going to miss one last chance to see your handsome face before you went. Oh, I thought you didn't like me becoming a soldier. I couldn't prouder. Just worry, that's all. Oh, I've got you this. Oh, what is it? A journal. I thought you could use it to write to me. Thank you. I'll use it every day. Right, lovebirds. Can you stop getting all soppy? We're going to miss this boat. I was just telling Bobby how different he looks in his uniform. Ooh. I had to let Elsie down gently. I said, look, Elsie, I'm going off to war. It wouldn't be fair for us to involve ourselves romantically. Oh. <laughs> I mean, how could your heart cope with me out in the war? Pack it in. <laughs> I think she was actually meaning. It was just nice that you take an effort in your appearance for a oh. <laughs> Well, duty calls. We really are going to miss the boat if we don't get a move on. Right, let's go and win this war. Bobby, make sure you look after him. I'll be the one looking after him. <laughs> don't forget to write. No, I won't. I don't think I've ever seen them so excited. It's odd seeing all the boys from school like this. They look so smart. Especially Bobby. No, not just Bobby. Really? Well, I guess he did look kind of handsome. Oh look, it's setting off. Come on, let's go up Douglas Head and watch the boat from there. Oh, did you see Harry? He looked so grown. Oh, they all did. They're so excited. Yes. Where's Patrick and James? Oh, over the other side. Patrick wanted to get a better view, and it's closer to the pub. Oh, I saw a little tear in Patrick's eye when he said goodbye to Harry this morning. He's proud. Never seen him cry before. I'm sure he'll be fine. How was Bobby this morning, Anna? Like an excitable puppy. <laughs> At least they've got each other. Same regiment as Belle. Lucky. Well, yes, Samuel goes next week, doesn't he? The house is going to be so quiet without him. Oh, they'll be back before you know it. It feels like the first day of school. Do you remember when we stood at the school gate waving them off more nervous than them? They grow up so fast, don't they? I'm so proud of them. Every single one of them. Me too. Oh, boy, a little something to celebrate. Oh, what do you like? <laughs> what? It's a celebration, isn't it? Oh, true. What should we toast to? To us. To friendship. To our boys. To our brave young soldiers. And to them all being home very soon. Slant! All the families came out to wave them off. Mothers holding back their tears. Fathers holding back their pride. It looked more like a bunch of young lads heading off on a school trip. For many of them, this was their first trip away from home. The boys were excited to wear their uniforms. They had the biggest bonnets ever in their backpacks. They were all really excited to go. Even the seagulls were celebrating, squawking away. You could hear the sound of mothers shouting, Don't, Don't forget, forget to write! It felt like the dawning of a new day. And off they went. Feeling hopeful, happy, joyous, and proud. No one missed the boat that day. The atmosphere was electric that day. Mum said you could smell the pride in the air. You can't imagine that happening today, could you? They were men who wanted to fight, who wanted to protect. But at that stage, they didn't have to go. It was their choice. Well, none of them knew what was going to happen. Oh, there'd never been a world war before that. They had nothing to compare it to. I don't think people today would be so keen. What? You mean sign up? Yeah. I don't reckon many people would. Only because we know the true horror of it all. They had no idea. We didn't see you yesterday, Irene. We were worried. I didn't feel up to it. Everyone was asking after you. Father Quilliam said it was the first Christmas service he'd not seen you at. Yeah, well, 
It doesn't really feel like Christmas, does it? Yeah, it does feel odd without the boys. Oh, they'll be back before you know it. They were supposed to be home by now. Christmas Day's his favourite. I'm sure him and the boys will be celebrating in their own little way. How do you know? It's different for you. You've got the other kids around you. He'll be home, safe and sound, just as soon as he sorted them bloody Germans out. How much longer is this going to go on? They all said they'd be home before Christmas. It can't be that much longer. I don't believe that anymore. Raglan's been doing a tour of the island, recruiting more young men, offering them money to sign up. He doesn't care about them. He's probably just trying to help out his government mates. They lied to us. They all did. One of his pals from training was shot in the head and he was right next to him. Imagine what that does to a boy. He's 19 years old and he shouldn't be seeing that. We have to keep strong. We have to stay hopeful, otherwise it will tear us all apart. I wake up every night having the same nightmare. I hear the door knocking and I get dressed and I go downstairs and I open it and there's a man in uniform standing there, always the same man, and he says, Mrs Kermode, sit down. And I sit down and he says, I'm really sorry to be the one to tell you this, but Samuel has been killed in action. Oh, No one expected the Germans to be as prepared as they are, but it's just going to take a little longer than we thought that's all you feel better when you get a letter from him it always helps hearing from them what if they don't come back what if none of our boys ever come home my darling mum dear mum by the time this letter reaches you Christmas will probably have come and gone how are things at home I expect, like the rest of us, you'll be glad when the better weather sets in, for there is no doubt about it. It has been rough lately. I hope everyone at home are in high spirits, and you, Dad and James, are keeping well. I'm hoping this letter reaches you before, but if it doesn't, Merry Christmas. Since I last wrote to you, we've shifted to another part of the line, and it's a warm spot. For both sides must have all the guns they can find, and it's nothing but one long duel all day and every day. But thank goodness it gives over a bit of the night, so that one can get on with her work. Joyce mentioned she'd been round to our house, and you'd spoken about the wedding. I honestly believe the wedding is the only thing distracting her from me being out here. So, please do keep planning away. There really is nowhere else I'd rather be on Christmas Day than sat in our dining room, eating a dinner cooked with love and festive cheer. The fighting at one time was so fierce that there was only just time to bury the dead in both sides of the trenches. And now that the trenches have crumpled, one is constantly seeing the bones of men's legs, or their boots, or the skulls sticking out from the sides of the trenches. We are making progress though, and I'm confident we'll make even more over the next month. It's just harder than we anticipated. I'll write to you when I can. As always, lots of love. All my love. Your loving son. Your loving son. Harry. Bobby. They really did think it was going to be over soon, didn't they? Everyone did. Mum said that although the war was awful in many ways, it did change life on the island, especially for women. Yeah, from running guest houses to becoming police women. Look at this letter. It's from the summer of 1916. Mum's telling Dad about all the new prisoners in Nokalo. Oh yes, didn't Grandad Patrick work there? Yeah, the internment camp was a bit of a godsend. Gave loads of people jobs working at the camp. Twenty-odd thousand prisoners require a lot of food. He really enjoyed that job. 
Didn't he make friends with all the prisoners, though? He doesn't sound like he was very good at it. You know what he was like. There's bound to be fighting and trouble. You can't keep that many people against their will and expect it all to be plain sailing. Most people just keep their heads down. Do you sometimes wish you'd gone away to fight? I don't need to be down a trench in the rain. And someone has to look after all these prisoners. There's more and more every day. Plus, wouldn't be able to learn German out there, would I? You're not learning German. I am learning. You know about five words. Seven, actually. Soon I'll be able to have a whole conversation. With who? The prisoners. How are you learning German? One of the prisoners is teaching him. A very smart chap called Henrik. You'd like him. He's a prisoner. You shouldn't be making friends with him. He's lived here 42 years. Moved over when he was 12. He's probably more English than we are. He's still a prisoner. Yes, I'm very aware of that. It is my job to keep him in his cage all day. (laughs) So he's teaching you German? Yes, I told him I was going to write a letter to the Kaiser, telling him what I think of him. In German. Wouldn't that be a treat? Well, some of them might be enemies. Or even spies. Exactly what I keep saying. Henrik is not a spy. He hates the Kaiser. You're getting too close to him, Patrick. They're not your friends. They are prisoners of war. A man who seriously wants us to win the war against his so-called home country. And you think he's a dangerous spy? He's just the same as you and me. Be careful, Dad. Aren't I always? I received a letter from Javi this morning. No. How does he seem? He seems like Javi, but he does seem... Seem what? Different. Well, in what way? He just sort of sounds sort of older. Oh, it's all those dreadful things he's seeing. I think he's really worried about having to go over the top. He's been lucky so far, but it's bound to happen sooner or later. He's a clever boy. He'll be fine. Mom, what if he doesn't come back? we told you about thinking like that? We have to focus on him getting back safe and sound. Well, well, it won't be long till his leave. But he'll have to go back after that. It's important to him that he does his duty. And it should be important to all of us. Why does no one ever want to talk about the very real possibility that he might not return? James, we know it's hard for you with your brother out there, but it doesn't do any good to talk like that. Your dad's right. I'm sorry, but I don't think it's right that we sit here talking about when he comes back, when we all know he might not. James! There's been so many deaths. James! Did you know that Arthur Quine was killed? I found that out yesterday. He wasn't even 19. The day before that, we lost Ashley Clegg. But of course, they're all coming back. They'll all be back, safe and sound, every last one of them. Oh, poor Mrs Clegg. That's the third son she's lost. This is exactly what I mean. We have to stop pretending everything's going to be okay. Look, I know it's hard, but try not to upset your mother. She's got enough to deal with. But, Dad, I was just... Enough! Leave it. It's been so nice having you home. I just wish you didn't have to go back. Oh, I don't know. I've been enjoying the peace and quiet. (laughs) Oh, you mean you've been enjoying having the entire room to yourself? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Haven't had to listen to you snoring your head off. Come to think of it, uh, has been quiet, hasn't it? I (laughs) can snore. I'm surprised they're not using your snore as a weapon against the Germans. (laughs) Yeah, that would really scare the Germans. (laughs) Well... We don't really get time to sleep out there. Do you take it in turns watching out for the enemies through the night? Oh, we said we weren't going to talk about it all while Harry is on leave. Especially on Harry's last nights. Right, come on, you lot, we'll be late. And you know what Mrs Knox at the social club gets like. <laughs> She'd make a good sergeant on the front. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, we'll follow you up. Okay, well, don't be too long. We're going to table. Come on, yeah. everyone. Don't be count long. On. Come on, see you later. Bye. Bye. Is everything okay? Yeah. Why? Well, you seem distracted. I'm fine. Well, what is it? It's been really nice having you home. Yeah. I just wish you didn't have to go back. Well, I do. What's it like? I've told you. Yeah, but only all the boring stuff. I've told you everything. How many people have you killed? Too many. Is it really as bad as the newspapers say? No. It's much worse. And do you think we'll win? I'm not sure. There are moments when I'm standing in the trenches firing at the Germans where I think there's no way we can go up against them. Then other days where we make some strong advances. One thing I know is that we'll give it a bloody good try. Promise me this. No matter what happens out there, you'll always look after Mum and Dad. I... I'm proud of you, Harry. I know I joke about it a lot, but I am really proud to call you my brother. And no matter what happens with this war, I'll always be proud of that. Oh, come on. We'll be late to the party. And I think I can just about survive the Germans, but I don't think I can survive the wrath of Mrs Knox. As time passed, more and more soldiers were lost in action. At home, time stood still as families waited for news. Families waiting, hit by grief, picked off like a sniper. The island was beginning to suffer. Tension was starting to rise. Cracks were starting to appear. Families were going hungry. And it felt like no one cared. Pride and patriotism were no longer filling the void. People wanted change. This wasn't what they signed up for. <laughs> oh, what a truly wonderful evening. <laughs> Wasn't it oh. just? Oh. <laughs> You're drunk. I'm not. I need to go to bed. Go right. on. Right, I'm off to bed. Bloody love you, son. And I bloody miss you. I miss you more than you'll ever know. James, make sure your dad actually makes it to bed, will you? Oh, why me? I'm a bloody slave in this house. That's what I Just am. Just go. Is that okay, Mum? Yes, he's fine. He doesn't seem it. Well, he found out your Uncle Bill was killed yesterday. He'd been called back up to help. Oh. They were close, weren't they? Oh, inseparable. Ever since I've known your father, he'll be fine. Right, Tita. Better make sure James isn't struggling with your dad. Night both. They'll be fine. Don't worry. I'm just glad he hasn't had to go. Your mum can look after him. How does she keep everything together? She's a mother. She's strong. I worry she does too much. Especially now she's taken on the job in the factory. Lots of women are working in the factories. Flora has a job sewing gloves... And my mum's making materials for airships. You should see them. They take up the entire palace ballroom. It's quite spectacular. I just worry it's too much for her. There's no one else, and we all want to help. I know. There was a point this evening where I'd completely forgotten we were at war. For a tiny moment, 
things felt normal. It was nice, wasn't it? I need to go home. I said I wouldn't be back too late. Oh, stay a little longer. <sighs> Half an hour. Can I have one last dance? <sighs> Please. Oh, I'm going back to war tomorrow. Of course. Thank you. that needed completing and we all said we'd stay and help out. Don't worry, Joyce isn't here yet anyway. How are you? Yes, good thanks. I've been helping out on the farm. I'm really enjoying it. It's quite fun. How are you? Great. Enjoying the factory. They're a great bunch of girls who I work with and it's nice company. It's a good distraction. Plus I want to do my bit to help win this war. Do you reckon we'll keep these jobs when the war's over? I doubt it. When the men come back, there won't be any need for us to do them. But there might be some changes. We'll have to wait. Yeah, maybe the men can do all the work in the guest houses. <laughs> oh, I'm so How sorry I'm late. Hi. <laughs> well, don't worry. You're looking well, Joyce. I'm looking tired. You look full of life. Oh, you're too kind. I've been rushed off my feet. We were just saying how nice it is for us to be able to help. Sometimes I imagine our men wearing those socks that we're knitting at that table and I feel proud. I feel like I'm part of it, you know? It feels great that we're all pulling together. And it's nice that we get to do all the men's jobs too. Elsie! 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 Uh, yes? Catherine, what is it? You need to go home. What? Why? You just need to go home now. Is it my brother? Catherine, is it my brother? Just come with me, please. How is she? Pretty much the same as when you left her. I told her parents I'd stay with her this evening. I can stay as well if you want. No, don't worry. Perhaps you could stay with her tomorrow. Let's see how she's getting on. Have you been in to see her mum and dad? I've just been in to see if they wanted any tea making up. How were they? They didn't say anything. I knocked on the door and said hello, I'm thinking of making a pot of tea. And nothing? Nothing. Eventually her dad turned to me and shook his head. Poor family. Losing one son is bad enough, but to lose both sons is just awful. Elsie said she could hear her mother crying herself to sleep every night after her brother June was killed. How are they going to cope now? I've never known a house feel so quiet. Me neither. It's strange. Sometimes I completely forget what's going on. Like earlier today, I, I, it felt normal and then we received more news and then it hits. Straight back to reality. Maybe it's because we're used to it by now. It has been going on for some time. It's always there though. From the moment I open my eyes, I go to sleep. Sometimes I don't sleep. I lie there wondering where they are and what they're doing. They're lying in a ditch somewhere with hundreds of bullets in them. There was a time I used to look forward to opening their letters. And now the thought fills me with dread. It's not fair. Why do our friends, our families, our men 
have to risk their lives over some stupid war. Why? Keep your voice down. They'll hear you. Shh, now. Come here, come here. I'm sorry. You're only saying what we're all thinking. But you always seem so strong. I am just as sad and angry and frustrated as you. There are moments every day when I have to stop myself from screaming in the middle of the street. Can we just stop this now? None of this is what any of us agreed to. If we knew it was going to last this long and all these men would die, we wouldn't have let them go. Then you speak to the men, and they say how proud they are to be fighting for their country. Well, look where that gets you. Look where pride gets you. You better wipe your face. The one thing that they don't need now is us getting all upset. They've got more than enough sadness to deal with. Sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Especially here. Tonight. Can you stop apologising? You know, we ladies apologise too much. Now pull yourself together. I'll go and say goodbye to Elsie, and then I'll be off home. Okay. I'll knock on tomorrow before work to see how she's doing. Night, Flo. Night, Joyce. I still don't understand why we've never seen any of these letters before. Maybe she didn't want us to read them. Do you think she ever read them after the war? Maybe. They're like little pockets of love. Maybe she read them when Dad got ill. When he got really bad, he used to think he was back there in the war. I remember Mum going along with it. That's it. He always used to think she was his sergeant and he'd stand up every time she came into a room. And she'd go along with it, though. I remember her telling me how she used to make him do things like get dressed. Now, Private, put your pants on. (laughs) (laughs) And it worked. What was his name again? Who? That sergeant. The one he really hated. Oh, Briggs. Briggs! Will ever stop raining? It feels as though it's been raining solidly for about a month. That's because it has. I thought we had it bad at home. Oh, me too. Does it rain a lot where you're from then? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Where is it again? Isle of Man. So you know each other from back home? Yeah, we went to the same school. My mum's a friend. Yeah, Bobby was nearly responsible for my Joyce killing me. (laughs) What was I supposed to know? (laughs) I hadn't quite told my Joyce that I'd signed up yet. Well, I wanted to ask her to marry me first. Walking down the road with her, trying to pluck up the courage to ask her, bump into this idiot who shouts, Saw you signing up! Good on you! Oh, she went crazy. She said yes. No, oh, only just. Small place then? Oh, smallish, but absolutely beautiful. My auntie and uncle went on holiday there once. They didn't stop going on about it for months. What's so special about it? Oh, imagine the most beautiful place on earth. Well, take that and double it. Double it? Yeah. Triple it! <laughs> <laughs> It's just home, really. But it is our home. Our island in the middle of the sea. There's the most magnificent views I've ever seen. From uh, mountains to uh, beaches, uh, castles and hills. Oh, and in the summer, oh, it's just paradise. And the people there are the friendliest you've ever met. It's heaven. It's home. A bit like this place, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the war is over, you should come and visit us. An Isle of Man adventure. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, my mum runs a guest house. I'm sure she'd be able to sort you out with something. Oh, it's a plan. Oh, well, that's if it's still open. Yeah, the war hasn't really put anyone in the holiday spirit, has it? You can say that again. It has the busiest season ever last year, and this year they hardly have any guests. The boat's been taken by the army. Oh, and they even took all the horses that pulled the trams across the promenade. 
Well, hopefully we can sort these Germans out and get back to normal. If you could have one thing right now, what would that be? Ooh, a warm bath, a cup of tea, and a kiss from Joyce. Oh, my mum's Sunday dinner, followed by a few pints in our local pub. Fish and chips. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Stand to! Right, you lot. Orders from above. We've got to get ready to go over the top. What? Yeah. Intelligence says Leon is about to attack. Therefore, we've got to be ready to attack him first. Get all the equipment ready. Load your magazines fully with a 10 rounds and will not spout. Fix your bayonets and make sure they're fully on. Fill up your water bottles. And when you get out there, don't be tempted to dive into the nearest shell hole. The mud will drown you and the gas in them will blind and choke you. Look, we're all getting ready to go. Right, lads. This is it. Get ready. Here we go. Here we bloody go. It is my painful duty to inform you of the death of your son, Bobby. He was my particular chum in this section and he asked me to write to you if anything ever happened to him. Two nights previous to his death he was with us in a bayonet charge, and he, among others, was complimented on the satisfactory manner in which he carried out his duties. He was a fine man, a pillar of strength to the section, well liked and greatly respected by all of his men. The sympathy of the entire section is with you in your trouble. We feel that our loss is almost as great as yours, but we know that your grief will be lessened by the knowledge of the fact that he died for his country. Many brave lives must be sacrificed in this tremendous struggle, but every life thus sacrificed brings the honour of victory closer. I just can't imagine how it must feel. Losing a son. Especially away from home, in some foreign field. Yeah. And for those left at home, things were getting really tough. Yeah, political unrest was beginning to felt everywhere. Especially among the poor. They felt exploited and forgotten. And they'd had enough. They just couldn't take much more. People are destitute. On their knees. Yes! And this man still doesn't believe in taxing those who are directly benefiting from this great war. Yes. This war has created a divided island, and those responsible for representing and protecting our people have failed us. Yes! Well, I speak directly to you, all of you. Those people who have time and time again been punished, while those at the top make our lives even worse. They don't care about helping us. Look around me today and I wonder who the enemy really is. Whilst our brave men and women are out there in the mud and the rain, risking their lives, we are also being forced to fight our own battles here at home. And most of us, our industries have well and truly been destroyed through this great war. And rather than help us, Those so-called leaders would rather make our lives even harder. What decent man is able to sleep at night knowing families are literally starving? 
Now it's battle time. If Raglan and his friends won't listen to us, then we'll have to make sure we speak a little louder. Yes! And if they still don't hear us, we'll have to speak even louder. Yes! We have to speak, yes. shout, and yes. scream yes. till someone finally listens to our plea. Yes. The plea of the people. Yes! Ask yourselves what kind of island we want our brave men to return to. Do we really want them to come? Come home fighting one war and come to fight another? Well, friends, the time to strike is now. Yes! Here he comes that way! Maybe we should join with England. That's what they're all saying. I mean, it can't get much worse than this, can it? I don't think we should give up our independence. Apparently, they get more help over there, you know, from the government. Well, it wouldn't be hard to do much more than this lot are doing for us. We just have to wait. That's the point. I'm not sure how much longer we can wait. I thought Margaret said she was going to try and join us. Her Bob's just been given leave. He's only just gone back. Apparently he's not doing very well. Oh, has he been injured? Something to do with his head. Has he hit his head? No, like in his head. Oh, in his head. Mm. What? Has he gone mad? No, he hasn't gone mad. He's been discharged... Because he's strained. Who can blame him? Well, to what he's been through out there. Must be enough to send anybody round the bend. A couple of them apparently have been discharged. Really? Poor sods. And now, seeing as the men have no say in whether they sign up or not, any that aren't killed will come back either with bits missing or be broken in the head. There's no need saying it like that. It's the truth. But it's always the way you say it. Or maybe that I actually do say it. Did you see that Mona Quayle's husband's also been sent back? Yeah, poor fella. Saw him down the quay. Lost his right leg from below the knee. Shrapnel, apparently. She was already struggling with the upkeep of that farm. And she's lost all her sons. She's got some of those men in from the internment camp to help. Bloody disgrace. She's got to put food on the table somehow. Even if that means getting the enemy in. Most of them aren't proper German. Well, my Patrick says they're lovely fellas. Lots of them are just like us, caught up in a mess because of where they were born. It's not the point. It's still not right. Don't leave it out, Irene. I suppose no one expected the war to go on for this long, did they? Right, come on. I want to hear what Raglan has to say for himself this time. Getting a quick letter in before we head off this evening? Yeah, just, just finishing up. Me too. All I kept thinking during the last one was I'd wish I'd written a letter for Mum, so I thought I'd get one written. One thing you never really get used to is the guilt. Oh, I'm not the only one then. Nah, far from it. That never goes. If, if anything, it feels worse. It's almost them I feel for. It's almost like I've stopped thinking about me. I never come out of it thinking, oh, thank God I'm alive, more bloody hell, all those poor sods and the families back home. Probably because you've already accepted it. Accepted what? Death. Accepted that you probably won't make it out of this alive. Never thought about it like that before. I don't think it's something you choose. I think it's like a switch, and at some point, it gets flicked. When I'm out there, I shake so much I can hardly put my rifle in the right direction. I'm surprised I don't shoot myself in the foot. My heart beats so fast sometimes, I'm afraid it's going to burst out right on my chest and land on the ground. I'm not saying you're not scared. We're all scared. Dying is scary. So what are you saying? That I think you know you're going to die, and that you've accepted that. 
Some of us will make it. I know we will. If you say so, son. Just make sure they're not all rainbows and roses, those letters of yours. It don't help. Not in the long run. It makes it worse. Harry! Harry! Harry, we've got half an hour to get ready. That's it then. Duty calls. Good luck, mate. Eric? Yeah? How long have you been here for? About two years. Do you want to be here? Yeah, of course. Really? I mean, yeah. I do want to be here. I want to serve. And I want to fight. And I'm proud to serve. I really am. In the one sense, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. But... Go on. I just don't want this to be it. I know what you mean. I often wonder about whether or not I'd be brave enough to be here if I didn't have to. You would. You think? Yeah. It's in here. It's in all of us. It's bravery. It's heart. Yeah, it's being English. Oi. Manx, if you don't mind. Manx. Remember, the Isle of Man. I'm from the Isle of Man. Manx. Oh, yes. Same as Bobby. Sorry. What for? I didn't think. I miss him so much. Yeah, me too. Come on. Let's make this one for him. Big one this one. Dangerous. More dangerous than usual. Yeah, I overheard him talking about it further down the line. Apparently we're going in blind. Isn't that what we always do? Yeah. Would have happened to him. I'm sure you'd know by now. Not if they've not found his body. Now stop all this. Harry is a smart lad. It's got nothing to do with brains. You know that. If anything had happened to him, I'm sure you'd would know. You've lasted this long. Come on, don't give in now. But it's only a matter of time. The only way most of these lads are coming back is in a letter telling us that they're dead. Oh, sorry. I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm just worried. We know. No, that's really unfair of me. Here's me complaining when you both lost your boys. And that's why I know your Harry will be as right as rain. They can't have all of our sons, can they? I should never have let him go. He wanted to go. They all did. He wouldn't have had a choice in the end. Either way, he'd have ended up out there. And there's nothing any of us would have been able to do about it. Oh, I know, but he's been out there so long and we don't know where he is. It seems like this is it. None of us could have known this. I know, but I really pushed him. We all did. It wasn't just you. I feel guilty, that's all. We all feel guilty, but it had to be done. Either way, he'd have ended up out there. And if he didn't, well, we know what happened to them, don't we? Well, Harry wouldn't have refused. I know he wouldn't. But what I'm saying is, it it doesn't matter how it starts. It's how it ends. That's what I'm worried about. I'll get it. Harry? Wait. Before you open it, the postman just told me quite a lot of these letters are backdated and that some of these letters have come from an area that has been heavily attacked. Where there's lots of fatalities, so... So? Some of these letters have arrived after families have received the news that the sender is... Dead? Yes. So this doesn't mean he's alive? No. 
Would you? Of course. Dear Mum, I am sorry I have not been able to write sooner. If I'm being honest, I am now struggling to find positive things to write home that I haven't already written. I've had many close encounters with the end, but believe so far it has not been my time to go. Within the next day or so, it is possible, indeed probable, that I shall die while attacking the Germans. If I do, then know that I have died happy, having done my duty. Grieve not for me, mother mine, but rather rejoice that you were able to give a son for our noble cause. I shall give my duty, never fear. I am glad now that I live in the present times, so that I have been able to take part in this, the greatest of all wars. It doesn't look good, does it? Don't you start. I'm just saying it doesn't look good, does it? The last thing she needs is us moping about, convincing ourselves he's not coming home. Well, we know that most of the lads from his regiment didn't make it. We only heard that this morning. He might be in hospital, injured. Let's face it, he probably hasn't made it. Brisha, I didn't mean it. He's alive! What? He's alive! How'd you know? I was just coming back from looking at the notices to see if I could see his name on the dead or injured list. I got to the front door and the postman was literally about to put this letter through the box. Is that for me? I said, I live here. And he gives me the letter. And I knew. I could see from his handwriting. Read it. Dear Mum, I am sorry I haven't been able to write sooner. I'm not able to use my hand properly. I did struggle to try and write your name and address on the front, as I know you'd worry if it wasn't my handwriting. Three days ago, I was involved in an attack when I became separated from the rest of my regiment. It turns out they'd taken a different turning. I was only made aware of this when I heard the gunfire. The last thing I remember is being on my own. The next I wake up in an army hospital back at base. Turns out the explosion was caused by a grenade thrown from one of ours. I managed to escape with a broken leg, sprained ankle, shrapnel injuries, and I've got a fairly big bump to the head. The nurses here said I'm lucky to be alive. Apparently I was saved by a concrete watershed that took the main bulk of the force. Although my injuries aren't too bad, they do reckon my leg is going to take a fair amount of time to heal. In a couple of days I'll be coming home, counting down the seconds. Love always. Harry! He's coming home! He's alive! He's alive and he's coming home! Risha! Risha! He's alive! Harry's alive! I know! You know! Yes! I've just had a letter! Me too! Oh, I thought we'd lost him. I honestly thought we'd lost him. Well, come on. We've got to tell James and Patrick. Lucky, eh? Yes. At least one of us was. For a moment there, I thought we'd lost him too. The things I'd have given for that letter to be from my Samuel. Yes. I've kept Bobby's bedroom exactly as it was. I sometimes sit on the bed and talk to him. It will get easier. I'm not sure if it ever will. How does anyone ever get over the loss of a child? The only thing that keeps me going is knowing he died fighting for his country. And that's all he wanted to do. Surely that's worth it, right? Is it? Have you seen this? This must be the last letter Dad wrote to Mum before he came home. Must be. Imagine the relief they must have felt getting him back. He was one of the lucky ones. Wasn't he? 
Lots of families never ever the same again. And streets all over the island had lost their men forever. Read it out. What? Read it out. No. You sound just like him. I want to hear you read one of his letters. Why? Cause I do. And this letter was the last letter he wrote before he came home. It's it's special. Okay. My darling Joyce, I know you're going to be worried sick, but I am lying safely in a bed in a hospital back at base. Thankfully, there isn't too much damage, and they reckon that given time, I should make a full recovery. Lying in this bed for days on end has made me realise just how much I have missed you. It's almost like I was able to distract myself with all the fighting, but these past few days, the thing keeping me going was knowing I was coming home, home to you. I've lost many pals and comrades in this long and nasty war and consider myself lucky to be able to have made it out the other side. But get ready, Joyce. I'm coming home. Love always. Your very soon-to-be husband, Harry. I can't believe that we've never knew about these. They probably didn't want anyone to see them. They spill the hearts out. Are you okay? I think so. I don't think I ever really understood what they went through and just how hard it was. I don't think many people do. Not properly. They were so strong. And brave. Do you mind if I keep these? Not at all. I think you should. You can have the baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. Come, Come on. Liberty has nearly been wrecked during the last four years. We have seen it as we see ships outside beset in tumultuous seas. With the black cormorant of autocracy screeching and squirming above it. Sorrow sits at many a poor Manx fireside. And will never be able to rise until we ourselves have risen. Some of the bravest and best, the favourite boy and the hope of the young Manx manhood, have gone from us forever. And we shall realise that more and more as time goes by, it makes my heart bleed to think of the Manx mothers, and the Manx fathers too, whose pride in life has gone. But to such who are watering their pillows with tears, I would say they had one great consolation. Your loss is the world's gain. You have given your sons for the greatest battle for liberty and freedom that the world has ever fought. 